0: Hello, everybody. I'm Dell Shores. And I'm Emerson Collins, and you're watching the Dell and Emerson show. Straight talk. Real gay. <gasps> Hi, Dell Shores. Hi, everyone. How are you today?
1: Oh, that was such force enthusiasm. Is <laughs> that
0: yeah, convincing, everyone? Mm-hmm.
1: Did you buy that performance I rehearsed? I would say that's just a tad on the overacting. That's the, the, the ah! <laughs> I can say
0: it a little more convincing. Um, oh. Y'all, we do have a fun show today. We got Ricky Martin Impulse, LGBTQ Jury Service, Christian Lives Matter, a transphobic gay campground, Southern Baptist Bigots, a trans teen on Idol, a lesbian cut from the will, and more.
1: Oh, I, I'm i already heartbroken over that lesbian cut from a wheel. I know, y'all. She
0: wrote in and asked for advice, so we're going to let you, not us, you know, somebody else, but we're going to give unsolicited advice. We want you to help. We will, we will give anybody unsolicited advice. About nope. anything. Um, Rob there, loves your sunglasses and well, your well, shirt.
1: thank you. I broke out. It's kind of spring here in LA today, so I thought I would wear some short sleeves and uh, you know, um, you're-, you're, I, you're I just have to say
0: we appreciate all y'all that tune into the show. We right before we showed on to the show while it was loading, there were 53 people watching. Now it's down to 36.
1: What? We scared you scared them off with that over-enthusiastic opening.
0: Already. People said, look, you're too much. Yeah, you they, were doing too much. That's real
1: gay. That's real gay.
0: I went outside today. It was so strange.
1: You <laughs> went. Don't say things like that when I've got sipping a thing of almond coffee. Oh, I'm so glad, Becca Rose Dallas. Y'all have had it rough with this lack of water and water pipes bursting and Ted Cruz going to Cancun and shit. Weird.
0: It's a, Ted Cruz, that that passing out water photo shoot that Ted Cruz did, y'all, reality tell, like we've been doing this too long for that to fool anybody. You know, know that, right?
1: I have the, you know, I think I've shared this with you before, Emerson, that I have um urges that I don't always act upon. But, you know, love, I'm greatly familiar. Example is like when we used to do the shows at the Zephyr Theater and we'd walk by all of those tables that were outside because they could be at the time. They didn't have to be. I just always wanted to take a chip off of those people's table. I just always had that urge just to take one chip and just eat it and not say anything. Just walk on by. I wanted so badly to be at that water bottle opportunity photo op of Ted Cruz with a big fire hose from above and just spray the shit out of that. Yeah. You know what? I don't know if that
0: works because the whole point was people needed water because it wasn't. Working. I
1: know. I know. It does make no logic at all that I that I fantasized about spraying Ted Cruz with water when people needed water.
0: I mean, in fairness, fantasies do not have to make sense. That is not a requirement.
1: Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. Well,
0: y'all, I went on another hike this weekend. That's two this month. And I don't mean my normal kind of hike, which is more than two stairs. I mean, we went to a mountain and a canyon and walked among it.
1: I have known you since 2006, and I don't think we've ever been hiking together.
0: We have not.
1: And I have hiked a lot.
0: Well, that's because, like, it's relaxing to you. For me, it's just effort. It only works right now because I need ambiance change. No. I just pretended Audra
1: McDonald was singing Climb Every Mountain to me. Well, you could put that in your, you know, you, you just get these little earbud things and put it in. I listen mm-hmm. to Kelly Clarkson. I listen to all my divas when I hike. See, that's stressful to me. Like, walking or
0: hiking with earphones in, I don't understand how people do it. It makes me nervous to not be able to, like just hear the sounds of my surrounding. What if some ax murderer ran up behind you? You wouldn't know.
1: Well, it it, it does get dicey sometimes when you're walking in the middle of the road like me and someone just starts honking behind you. And I'm like, get out, get out of the road, Dale Shores. But liable to have a heart attack.
0: Um, Oh, I had other sad news to report. What?
1: We took down the Christmas tree yesterday. Let me think. You are, you're not quite, I, I would say March 1st is officially white trash. That's, that's sort of my rule. Well, as a good friend DM'd me about it
0: and said, it's a mental health. It's a mental wellness tree. If you leave it up all year, mm-hmm. we did turn it into a Mardi Gras tree. Blake put a little mask on it last week. And then yesterday he said, it's time. And I said, okay, it's fine.
1: Well, do what he says. like, he
0: has indulged me. It is a shared space. Is everybody else doing all right? You know, thank you. What we were supposed to do here is the LGBTQ news and nonsense. We will get to that in a minute. And we do appreciate those of you who do share the broadcast. We were talking before the show. We're both just here today. Just Uh, a
1: little Yeah, I, you know, we were, we wrote earlier today together and I actually, um, uh, I, I wrote Emerson a text and I said I, I I feel badly because I felt like I was so off today. I just felt so off and um, I I wasn't in a terrible mood. I just didn't feel like I was contributing. And I don't know if y'all ever go through that where you just feel like you know I don't. Uh, uh, it was just an ugh kind of feeling. So um so I went and got some Starbucks and I thought maybe I just need a pick me up. A little new- pick me up. <laughs> It's such a fine line with you between, <laughs> and just full on mania. I know it's like I just cross over. It's like you know, years and years ago, I had this friend named Mary Thomas, and I'd go over and smoke pot with she and her husband Dan, and they were into cocaine, and they told me they said you should never try cocaine. You oh. would not be a good oh, cat- no, man. No
0: Someone said that to me once. They said, your head would be liable to explode, explode. I tried,
1: it. I tried it four times and it was not a good experience every single time.
0: I've always had sinus congestions and I just don't need the sniffles for any additional recreational reason.
1: And plus, you know, I'm trying to protect those few uh, brain cells I have left. So just those,
0: just those handful rattling around. Wait, a lot of people are leaving up their trees. Just so you know, Doug said mine was up till June once. Brent's leaving it up all year like Ethel Merman did. Ken said Easter is the white trash cutoff. So see, well, I kind of
1: I disagree. I disagree. I no. really think it's Valentine's Day.
0: Now, uh-uh. Theologically that makes sense. You celebrate Jesus's birth right up till he died.
1: Good. not get it. Take away the tree.
0: He was born, he was born, he was born, oopsie died. Oopsie he died. He arose, he arose. Like you put it, like you put it down between between. The burial and the resurrection. It gives you something to do while Jesus is taking that nap.
1: Did you? I know it's too early to start talking about Easter, but did y'all ever do a uh, uh, sunrise service on Easter? What the fuck was that about?
0: I so, get the Catholics and a midnight mass, but a sunrise
1: service just seems not. Nice. I remember my daddy go out, well, get up, it's Easter. We gotta go to sunrise. It's a sunrise uh, service. And we'd go down by the lake and watch the sunrise. I now, you know, is this ironic? You always call me out and say it's not ironic. Well, let's I, see Atlanta. Every morning, every morning, I love it when I wake up around six o'clock because I do see the sun rising in my, and I love the sunrise now. And I'm I'm up many times, as you know, before the sun rises. So, <laughs> But Dub Shores, Lord Dub Shores, he was up at four in the morning. And so he's already up a few hours before sunrise.
0: Uh-uh, uh-uh. That's nope. I I have, right. I can't think of a time in my life when I've seen the sunrise
1: except for still being awake. Well, I've done that too. That's the only only good reason. You know what, Becca Rose, I think that's a good idea. We should decorate crosses around Easter. Just put a lot of things on them. Please put lights and ornaments on a cross and see how that goes. I just think it'd put it right in the window, just a big old, no, I'd like to have like, you know, I'd like to have a mannequin and a Speedo on my cross.
0: I mean, in fairness, that is theologically sound. It is meant to be a celebration. He did die
1: for every one of your sins. All of them.
0: Everyone.
1: Here's the deal, though. And I'm sorry if you're Catholic, but when we, when we were raised Baptists, we do not leave Christ on the cross. My right. mother was appalled by the Catholics with that bleeding heart, just leaving him on the cross. We, he, our Jesus is off the cross.
0: That's a little too s and glorifying that pain.
1: <laughs> we have gone down a very straight line. Wait, road.
0: I want to start a new porn award show called the s and uh,
1: The s and um My ex-husband <laughs> used to say that he wanted to do a porn movie uh, with, with Jesus and the 12 disciples. He thought that The Last Supper would be a great porn movie.
0: I mean... I'm sure it's been pitched.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. No one's right. it. Well, sure right. we should get on to the news, y'all. Yes, we, we should. I could just talk to you all day, Emerson. You're so entertaining. All right. Uh, we enjoy each other so much,
0: each other's company so much when it's in front of the rest of y'all. Yes, it's not, otherwise we just can't wait to
1: get We're each other We're just like, uh-huh, before. yeah, okay, bye. bye. The number
0: of times that we finish a session and Dell's mind is already on to whatever email he is looking at and he goes, uh-huh, bye. And and like, I said,
1: do we have anything else to talk about? Uh, uh-huh. All right, Jessica Walt- I was going to say Jessica Walters, Jessica Watkins, a trans woman and farmer. For Why am I- okay, I could talk with I- I- y'all. I've had nothing to drink. I've had nothing to smoke. One more time, Jessica Watkins, a trans woman and former Army Ranger who now runs a bar called the Jolly Roger in Ohio, is in jail. And she's facing charges from the Capitol rights. She's a member of the Oath Keepers, a far right militia, uh, Southern Poverty uh, Center uh, has said is based on a set of baseless conspiracy theories about federal government working to destroy the liberties of Americans. Law enforcement believes that she wore full tactical gear and joined a line with the Oath Keepers And they pushed their way into the Capitol. Now, here's what she wrote on parlor. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we stormed the Capitol today. (laughs) I like that. I added that. Uh Yeah, uh we stormed the Capitol today. Tear gassed the whole nine. Pushed our way into the rotunda. Made it into the Senate even. The news is lying, even Fox, about the historical events we created today. Now, she also says she believed the president of the United States was calling upon her and that she was supporting the constitution, her government, uh, by providing the constitution of her government, by providing security services at the rally. So let's just break this down. She was there in full tactical gear, attacking while providing security services. Now, her attorney now argues her actions were misguided. No shit. And that she didn't vandalize anything and turned herself in in January. She describes her time at the county jail in Ohio as humiliating. She says she was denied medical care for an arm injury in prison. uh, And so she went on a hunger strike. Um, Then she was uh, allegedly allegedly she was stripped and left in a light, uh, a lit cell for 24 hours a day for four days in full view of everyone. She's asking to be let out of prison because she fears for her safety and that she isn't a threat and she could go home with a monitoring device.
0: That, she felt called by the president. It always reminds me growing up of the missionaries, like, oh, they felt called, like Jesus Uh called, Peggy answered. Like I always imagined a literal phone call. Can you imagine if you picked up your phone and answered it from one of those blocked calls and it was like, hey, it's Jesus.
1: JC here.
0: Uh, hey, uh, Jason, look, I, I you know I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I'm just calling you to be a missionary. Like oh, where do you want me to go? Like, oh now look, we need to discuss because there is just some climates I am not suited for. Um yeah, I'm I can do desert swamp is really not my not my my area. I just don't do well with wet feet. Uh
1: okay. How about Cancun or Cabo St. Lucas? Uh-huh. The Lord, need,
0: you know they need salvation there. I'm honestly surprised that Ted Cruz didn't say that's why he went to Mexico.
1: To do some missionary work. Mission to work home, spring breaks. It is a hedonistic town. He was joining Jimmy and Rosalind Carter to build uh, some what office.
0: What is interesting on the real side about that story, uh, she should certainly be charged, and that should all be followed through when the government can prove their case there. But it's an interesting juxtaposition, right? That then the way she's being treated as a trans woman in prison uh, is is concerning her for her safety and that is serious regardless of whether she's guilty or not right right? we want to ensure that all people in prison and in jail are treated according to their uh, human and civil rights Uh, and it is important that no matter her guilt on the larger issue uh, that her identity uh, not be abused uh, in that circumstance if she was really left out naked in front of people like that is incredibly traumatic and not the way our uh, prison system should be designed to work so it's uh, it was, all
1: and, and, and just to be clear, just to be clear, Emerson, this is her account of the story through her attorney. So yes. there's been no cooperation uh, of of this, and I guess that, of course, they probably would cover it up if, if it were. I mean, um, there is a long history of trans people having issues in oh, prison. exactly. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm not saying she's a liar. I want right. to be very clear.
0: Correct. Right. Oh, we had some other mission. Jigs said he was willing to be
1: a missionary in Cabo. I'll go with you, Jigs. Jigs and our buddies. We'll go. We could be those, like those Mormon boys on bikes. And Todd doing doggy style in Cozumel. Anyway, that's all we got to spend on
0: that. Uh, a story, a good positive story, I wanted to share on this complicated issue and all these. Uh, Bills targeting trans youth and sports and students across the country. Republican Utah Governor Spencer Cox came out against the current version of the Utah bill that targets trans students in sports. The Utah House passed the Preserving Sports for Female Students bill, and it will go to the Senate there. But at his monthly news conference, Cox said, I'm not in a place yet where I'm comfortable with the bill as it stands right now. Those discussions are ongoing. We still have a lot of work to do." And he went further saying, "'I think there is much we can do to protect women's sports and also to send a message to trans kids that there is a place for them and that they belong. And that's really important to me that they know that." And then he got emotional speaking, said, "'These kids are, they're just trying to stay alive. There's a reason none of them are playing sports. I just think there's a better way. And I hope that there will be enough grace in our state to find a better solution." Said, I don't understand all this, I don't, but I'm trying to understand more. I'm trying to listen and learn. And again, trying to help kids figure out who they are and keep them alive. I apologize for getting a little emotional, but when you spend time with these kids, it changes your heart in important ways. Now Cox served as a state rep, and then he was Lieutenant Governor, and the salt lake city tribune says he has long been a conservative ally to the lgbtq community he worked with the previous governor on a regulation to classify conversion therapy on minors as unprofessional con- tra- conduct after the legislation failed in their house and senate there so that's real ally work and standing up to the bigoted nature of this i mean to hear him talk about a thing we talk about a lot right if you know us, if you know a trans teen, if you know a trans person, if you know a gay or bi person, it impacts how you perceive how we and they are treated in our culture. And I just thought that was impressive, given how many places we see uh, bigoted conservatives targeting this particular issue.
1: Yes, that's a that's a beautiful. Yes, yes. I like this. You know, I always we've said it many times if there if there's going to be change and positive change in the Republican Party to bring people in that do not agree with their social issues, you have to be somebody like that or Adam Kissinger or somebody that is actually brave enough to come out and and go against the the norm of the GOP. And I love what he had to say, and I, I like that he got emotional that he said I got to know these kids. And um, uh, anyway, well, my um, my future husband is in the news, Uh Ricky Martin, uh, the one uh, with the One Pulse Foundation. He signed on as the One Pulse Foundation spokesperson as they build the uh, memorial, of course, for the Pulse uh, uh, Bar, that uh, the nightclub that uh, we where we lost so many of uh, wonderful people that fateful night. He, he's gonna make videos, he's gonna uh, social media post, he's gonna participate in the proposed Pulse Museum, possibly narrate for the exhibit. And guess what? He's not gonna take any money. And I wanted to say something about that because you know everybody thinks that if you host a charity event, and you're a celebrity, if you are a spokesman for a charity, or if you do this, this and this, that you don't get paid. That is not true. It's it's true sometimes, but I have certainly been paid to host a charity event. And okay. I just think it, it it speaks volumes of some one like of, of Ricky Martin's stature who who will do what he is doing and 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 do it gratis. I, I love that. I love that's my favorite thing about this story. On Valentine's Day, the foundation launched a campaign to raise $49 million to fund the National Pulse Memorial and Museum. And you can uh, contribute by going to www.outlovehate.com. $49 uh, donation will add your portrait to the Out love Hate website and will appear on permanent display at the Pulse Museum. So
0: I made my donation already.
1: Good for you. You're really so, good. At-
0: well, you know, I love that You know, that, that it's a museum and a foundation and that they can keep doing work. And that's a lot of money they want to raise uh, to, to really leave this important memorial uh, to this huge tragedy, particularly to the Latino, Latina uh, part of our community. And that as a member of that part of our community that he's using his celebrity. I did want to add, also organizations should pay Entertainers and hosts to host their benefits because that's those people's skills and jobs, y'all. The, you know, Ricky's super famous and has lots of money, but asking entertainers to give of their time continuously as a donation uh, is a fine line. Remember that you're asking those people to do their job to help you raise money.
1: Well, that's true, cool. and and I've had some pushback before where someone I, I remember years and years ago they were doing some sort of lives. Uh, thing uh, with, with a, something in Atlanta and they asked me to host it. And I said, well, here's my manager. And they were going, what you're going to, uh, this was, you know, the, the head of the, the organization. I'm not going to say what it was. And they said, you, how despicable that you would ask that they would even ask me to fly there on my own dime. And I said, you know, I just want to ask you a question uh, what's your salary and who pays it. And that kind of shut down that conversation. Yeah, it's a fine balance, but you know. People- but sometimes, Emerson, I have. I have, I said, yeah, get me there. I will host your, you know, it depends. It depends on what the passion is in your heart. Yes. And-
0: Absolutely. Um, all right, up next, uh, we talked about uh, representative Mondaire Jones from New York. Along with the Equality Act that's happening, he introduced the Juror Non-Discrimination Act, which would ban discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity when it comes to picking jurors. Because we all know, right? Jury selection, plaintiffs and defendants can eliminate potential jurors, and federal law makes it illegal to use reasons of sex, race, religion and origin, but not orientation and identity. So it's been introduced every session since 2013 by California Rep Susan Davis, but she retired and Jones picked up the mantle He said, our constitution guarantees the right to trial by a jury of one's peers, but LGBTQ plus defendants are deprived of that right when attorneys use sexual orientation or gender identity to dismiss jurors. So equal opportunity and everything. Of course, with everybody trying to get out of jury service, I don't know that everybody wants that kind of equality.
1: You know what? (laughs) Um, I don't know if you you, uh, remember, but I used to get hit up for jury duty all the time. And I just had this whole thing. I, I was always able to, because I, I I was out of town a lot working. And one time I had to go down there and I decided, you know, I'm just going to talk like this. If I talk like this, I, yeah, I'm, I'm willing. I'm willing to serve. Yeah. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Uh, yeah. I come from a red state, but don't you keep, hold that against me. I really didn't. Red state, red neck right here. But I did not last too long
0: uh (laughs) i tried so hard once to get on a jury i don't remember what phase of our things but we were in some phase where there was just nothing to do and i got called and i was like i want to be on a jury i'm curious about that part because you know the 12 angry men movie problem right because i'm a bit of a arrogant uh and I just thought if I get in a jury room, whatever I've decided, I hope everyone else is what that's what they decided. Because a bunch of 11 people I ain't never met before today are not changing my mind about what I think about. We just watched. No, you are an
1: angry woman. I mean, an angry- <laughs>
0: twelve angry women right here. Um, but I didn't get picked. I got all the way into the jury box and then they asked me the questions and bounced me out. But it was very exciting at the time because the guy who played the gay bartender on Grey's Anatomy was also there that day. And I was like, oh, I know him from my TV.
1: You know what would have been better about that show? If you had hooked up with him after, after you both got dismissed. That's how I, that's how, that's the ending that I think you should use in your stand-up.
0: I don't think he's gay in real life. Uh, well, you turned him in the story. You turned him.
1: Uh,
0: Rob never been called. Rick never been on a panel from 18 years old. Wait, I love this. I know it's wrong, but I always put lesbian housewife as my occupation, dismissed. I'm gonna try that too. That's what I'm gonna put next time, lesbian housewife.
1: I just go as Jimmy Dale Watkins. I just put my come and go hat on and I just go, uh, no, uh-uh, no, I don't have a prejudice bone in my body about anybody, but... <laughs> and this uh, Be like, I just, I'm open. Erica, what was your trial about?
0: Oh, and I will say what was funny at the one I was at, because I was pretty far down the list. I didn't think they'd get to me. And I watched one older woman uh, sit in her chair and she answered two questions just fine. And then she suddenly tried to act like she didn't understand English very well. But it was like she waited too late to start that. And so all, everyone went, what? When she said, I don't understand. And even the judge was said, Ma'am, it seems clear you understand. She, she did said, not get out of her seat. Did she say how do you say cucumber in uh <laughs> uh uh-huh. it was a little bit like you started whatever you're gonna go with, you gotta start it from when you walk through the door. Mm-hmm. Think of it like an acting audition. You need to be in character from the moment you hit
1: the security. I'm okay. telling you. you- can't go in, the, you know, like this. I have to go as Jimmy Del Watkins. She Leanne got always got out because I was breastfeeding. I don't think I can use that excuse either. Yeah, but Leanne, I want to ask you a question. Did you just walk in breastfeeding? Because I think that would be a dismissal. Yeah, get her out of here. <laughs> Not that I have any problem with women breastfeeding in public. It's a beautiful thing. But I think some people would. Uh, Erica's was about a guy that robbed
0: an older guy at an ATM and there was video open and shut open
1: and shut erica said guilty as charged Uh get him out of here okay Uh, this 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 story really disturbed me because i have been uh i've been really fortunate over the years to perform at a lot of gay campgrounds a lot of them have sorted lives weekend and there's a new private campground for gay men It's called Camp Boomerang RV uh, Park and Campground. It's in Orleans, Michigan. It's not yet open. They've kind of had some, you know, trial weekends. Its co-founder, Brian Quinn, has been called out now for being transphobic. And he wrote on a Facebook uh, group, uh, in a Facebook group for the organization, which is Camp Boomerang RV Park and Campground. It's a private membership only RV campground that allows only guys. A guy, in terms of this discussion, is defined as a guy with a penis who presents himself as a male and has a state-issued ID that says male. We understand this statement, unfortunately may not make everyone happy, but feel it needs to be clarified. It is our hope that everybody who visits Camp Boomerang enjoys a comfortable, safe, non-confrontational environment Going forward, being a private membership only entity allows us the ability to build a like-minded atmosphere. We don't mean that for this to come off as like it or leave it attitude, but we feel it's necessary for everyone to know exactly what our vision is for Camp Boomerang. Okay, so obviously there was backlash and one person asked if there would be a uh, penis checks. Uh, to enter. And he said, we have never said anything about penis checks, but let's be real here. If we let trans men in and they go naked at the pool, that's when it's obvious that there's no penis. What a fucking asshole. Sorry to put it bluntly, he said, but if you don't like the rules, quietly leave. Uh, Several uh, pledging members of the group have already dropped their membership and the Facebook group for Camp Boomerang was no longer immediately available. I looked them up, I tried to find a website. I just wanted to see if they had a Sorted Lives weekend because I was gonna call and make sure that all riots were revo- revoked. But they—they, uh, they, I can't find a website, I can't find anything. They have taken everything down. And on um, like Google, they've gone to one star because people have just been hitting them for being yeah. transphobic.
0: Are some of you, Uh, allies watching that may be confused about some of this. There's a range of naked environments across the community, the gay male community. Some are nudist naturist oriented, casual nudity. Some are like nudist daytime, sexy time oriented afternoon evenings. And some of them are like sexy free for all, all the time, anywhere, uh, whatever you go. But it's frustrating to watch the choice to be so vocally transphobic and make a mountain out of a molehill from the, the get-go. You know,
1: the- Like, they didn't even have the- Like, someone didn't even show up for them to, to do this. They just decided this Brian Quinn, or whatever the fuck his name is, Brian Quinn is his name, uh, he just decided, I'm just going to put it out there before it happens, because, you know, he just felt like they were all just going to descend. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, it was it's an unusual thing, to- it well,
0: it's like they sat around talking about it for too long because there's so many arrogant asshole assumptions involved too. First of all, the idea that everyone that's naked at your campground wants to be involved with you sexually in some way, you know, as no one would be forcing you to engage with that man if that is not someone you're interested one way or the other, regardless of their genitalia. Um, And the idea that just existing near one, like it's just such a lazy old, uh, you know, trope. It just seems like... What if one time, and I know casually several people, several gay men that are in relationships with trans men. The idea that they couldn't roll their RV out there and enjoy being naked among the trees—that it would be some trauma to your experience—is narcissistic and transphobic and
1: just exhausting
0: when it's particularly within our own community.
1: Well, what's kind of is uh, I, I can't remember the name of it, but there's there's uh, this this. Uh, uh, I can't remember. The, there, there, Another campground countered this and said, "Guess what? You're welcome at ours. Come on. Um, so no discrimination here."
0: Um, was Let's just clear there, it is, there,
1: right? They're yeah. all clothing optional, Erica. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. all of these these places are closing clothing optional. And there have been there's been a, I, I've gone to several of them, and I can't remember which one. There was one that women were allowed. Not many women were there, but at least they had the opportunity if they wanted to uh, be, uh, uh, you know, a a camper. And then there was one that it was just men, men only. Uh, Well,
0: I get the like I love gay gay men only spaces. But the idea that then you're policing what it means to be a man is where this becomes transphobic and a problem. You know, you're saying we don't want it's a men only space. Great. Advertise that. And then if you don't want to engage with a particular person's genitals at the pool, leave them alone.
1: That's right. Oh, That's my
0: God. This is funny. Jared said Peaches Cry said we should start calling transphobic gay men turds, trans exclusionary radical dickheads.
1: Good one.
0: Off of terse, you know, turfs for the uh, for the women. But it's just frustrating and disappointing. Right. We've all experienced discrimination in one form or another. And to think and policing, Uh, what it means to be a man in in a community where so many of us were told we weren't men for the attraction, you know, for who we are attracted to, like, you're just rolling the shit downhill onto other people that we are in our community. Well, I don't know about you,
1: but it it always disappoints me that when I find any kind of, of of blatant discrimination whether it's racism whatever bigotry within our community i've I, i've had i mean there's a club i'm not going to say it here but there's a club that i will not perform at because the owner after one of my shows used a very very inflammatory racial slur and i said i don't know what a why do you think it's okay to do that in front of me? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just taking the edge off of the word and shit. No. I hate all that kind of rhetoric, you know? So I just told my manager, find me another venue. And I did. You sure did. All right. We've reached the halfway point of our show. So if
0: you enjoy what we provide for you here, as entertaining or informative, or hopefully both at times. You can send us a tip. On Venmo to at EmersonCollins or on PayPal to Beard Shores Productions at gmail.com. Uh, the info is in the ticker below. I'll put it in the chat. Not required, not expected, but most appreciated. Thank you to Jigs, who has already contributed today. Thank you, Jigs. Thank um, you. I'm typing it. Sometimes I pre-type this. Uh, someone was saying the other day, because you know I turned my accent up for this show that I don't really have in real life. They said, why do you do that? That's not how you talk. I said, I know, but everything's funnier in Southern.
1: It is, it is.
0: Um, Okay, in other uh, irritating uh, uh, news, Downanda, the heaps gay variety show happened over the weekend in a public outdoor space called the Sunset Piazza in Sydney, Australia. Uh, Now they made this flyer featuring the cathedral, St. Mary's, that sits right next to, sure, I was gonna be able to, nope, nope. Uh, That sits right next to the piazza, St. Mary's. Obviously, you know, drawing a little attention. Well, the Sydney Archbishop, Anthony Fisher, got all upset they used it in the marketing and on Facebook said it is frustrating and upsetting that St. Mary's Cathedral, the Mother Church of Australia, has been used so provocatively to promote this event and such little sensitivity shown to people of faith. I mean, just dramatized by a poster, sir, you should get out more. Um, well, then a Facebook group called Christian Lives Matter. I'm gonna take a deep breath here and not even talk about how co-opting a conversation that is about the experience of black people in America to invent persecution against Christians Uh, Well, and around the world, this is in Sydney, but nonetheless, uh, decided to organize a prayer protest. So they held a mass prayer of the rosary and then started singing hymns. One of the variety show performers said they were trying to drown out the music with hymns. You could definitely hear the Christians. Though I did see some Instagram videos making it very clear that the variety show sound system had no problem getting right over uh, whatever hymns they were singing. Uh, And one of the organizers from Christian Lives Matter, was thrilled with the attention, writing on Facebook, remember, they crucified Jesus on the cross on the wood of shame, which was meant to be the most humiliating way to die, yet our Lord turned it into the wood of salvation, and the crucifixion paved the way for the resurrection. I gotta be honest, when you use the phrase, the wood of salvation, I don't think of the cross anymore. I do think of a different kind of erection, however. Oh,
1: my <laughs> just, God. There's so just, much more this Christian
0: story. lives matter. Like the arrogance of inventing a persecution complex, right? There are certain places in the world where there is a very small Christian minority that are persecuted. Those places are not the English-speaking Western world. They aren't. We are a majority religion. That environment, that ethic, that how that religion pervades western cultures you are not being persecuted and so to take the struggle i mean we are still in black history month and to take the struggle that black people named to talk about how they are treated by the actual institutional authority in our culture to invent persecution for yourself well first of all it's just racist and two it's
1: ridiculous I have this vision where they're like, you know, amazing grace. And then they that DJ does it, it's gonna be raining, men. It's raining men. Hallelujah. <laughs> yes. Uh, and or like some Amen. awkward,
0: some you get awkward, it? some awkward megamix remix between Washed in the blood and last dance. You know, it's just oh. these songs were not meant to go.
1: Well, and, and segueing into other church news, uh, yeah. Town View Baptist Church in Kennesaw, Georgia, welcomed a gay couple and their three adopted children to their church. Now they're going to be kicked out of the Southern Baptist Convention. Uh, John M. Reynolds, one of the gay couples said, we had been attending church of more than uh, more liberal denominations prior to moving to Georgia due to being a part of the LGBT community and being ineligible for membership, uh, or in some cases, even attendance. So they emailed the pastor and they asked if they could join and offered to join separately. So not to draw attention to themselves as a couple. I don't really like that part of this story. Uh, Reverend Jim Conrad said, I knew that we couldn't put this decision off and that we were going to have to deal with this. So the church assistant pastor, agreed. And, uh, the Reynolds say that the other, uh, couples our age embraced them, but then about a third of the church members, they left, they fled. They said, uh, uh, no, uh, uh, and the pastor said it was a painful session when 30% of your congregation leaves. So 30% of that congregation were bigots, uh, people who you have done life with. I like the way you worded that done life with for the past 25 years, And they are fighting the decision to expel them. Uh, The Reynolds now have left the church after moving out of town, but say God is working in a very special way to open the door in the Baptist church community just a little bit wider. So didn't seem like it was open that wide to me. It's so interesting,
0: right? I mean, I like what you said that they were even willing to like join this church separately. Like they were already making themselves small, you know, something so many of us did in our conservative religious community. That's what I don't
1: like about this story.
0: But then this pastor and this assistant pastor said, yes, you know, we are to live by the ethic of the belief of what we are teaching, and we are going to welcome them. And it's like the it's like the fucking gay campground, right? It's like I'm so bothered by someone else's behavior participation in this place, you know, it's like, I can't even handle a trans man over there. I can't even handle that gay couple in those other pews, not bothering me in my worship at all, that I need to leave and not be here. And this other Baptist convention was like, yeah, correct. And since you did, you're out.
1: And, and, And let's not forget one of Christ's commandments was the little children come unto me. And so they had three children too, that were expelled along with their parents. You know, there's some Southern Baptists who said, well, we're supposed to welcome the little
0: children so they can come to Sunday school and y'all can pick them up at
1: 1130. Mm-hmm. Don't expect but us do to get with them during church.
0: But I love that here we are, you know, in this smaller town in Georgia and these pastors made the right decision. We, we always want to applaud that. They are doing the right thing, living by the belief system that truly uh, the true tenets of that system and doing the right work and then being reprimanded by the institution. It's
1: just, and, But, but right. I wanna know something about, it. I wanna follow up to the story. I wanna find out. Did the, after the couple left, are they now inclusive of other gay folks?
0: Well, it and, seems like yes, cause there's still being proceedings to kick them out. I would assume so. Okay,
1: well.
0: You mean what? You mean you think they gave like a one-time permit?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to find out what the Southern Baptist Convention is doing. Where those thirty other, thirty percent of those other people did it to other churches in the area. Oh well, all you have to do is swing a cat in Georgia, yeah. and there's a church. Yeah, I think by the time you go to
0: make the decision to let in a gay couple, that's a big, you know, it wouldn't have made it to the Southern Baptist Convention if if
1: we, if we're doing like a one time permit only. I know, but I just want to know what happened. You know, it's it's odd to me. Then they left. Because they got a job and moved. Yeah, moved. Well, I would like to. I'm going to call them. I'm going to call them. I that don't mess. think
0: it's over. That's the point of where this news story is. They are in the process of fighting the Southern Baptist Convention's decision to.
1: Well, they're it. not going to win with the Southern Baptist Convention. There's precedent. There's a church in Texas. Okay. It's Just screaming at me no, about the no, convention. no. I'm, I'm just saying there's a Baptist church in Texas who did that did the same thing, and uh-huh. they they but they were they were really adamant their congregation, we are not going to be a part of this bigotry. And so they are now just a Baptist church. No longer. They, they left the convention. They left. The yeah. yeah. Well,
0: this one doesn't want to. They're fighting. And you can't tell us. Yes, we'll see. You you look, put that
1: church into your Google alerts. Do you remember? Um, I will. Do you remember when uh, we uh, at Baylor, when Baylor left the Southern Baptist Convention? I do they, not. They did. Over the inerrancy of the Bible. I see. All right. Keep going.
0: Like, I do not care, Kate Westmoreland. Um, We talked about Idol last week, and Ken and several people mentioned that this uh, trans teen was going to be on American Idol this week. And he was. So we wanted to share a little bit of his story because it was very... Uh, a big deal to watch, Ace Styles that you see from Tulsa, Oklahoma auditioned there with his rainbow clad guitar. He sang an original song called Addicted and when asked if Ace was his real name by Katy Perry, he said, sure, I'm trans so I got to pick my name. So technically it's my name, not legally yet, but it's okay, we've got to wait, you have to be 18. In the package, his VT, he and his mother both talked about his journey, the depression he experienced and his comfort with himself now, he said, I definitely had to come out to myself before I could come out to everyone else. After coming out, I definitely felt better than I have in a long time. Everybody at home, I hope they see that it's okay to be yourself. I'm going to be myself, and I don't need any of you to tell me that I'm not worth it because I am worth it, and I figured it out on my own. I like myself, and I wouldn't have it any other way because I think I'm pretty cool. He also shared, though, in that that he was in a show at school and wasn't allowed to use either dressing room. The judges did say very nice things, but ultimately they did not pass him on to Hollywood saying that they wanted to give him more time to grow in confidence and his voice. But it was really impressive.
1: Well, besides that, it was interesting to me uh, because um, I watched the whole audition and I watched the kindness that was exhibited by Katy Perry uh, and Lionel Richie and 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 Luke Bryan. But the, uh, Luke Bryan and Katy Perry ultimately said no This this Ace was fantastic. I thought. I mean, compared to uh, uh, Claudia Conway, it was a far superior performance, and it was an original song. So I tweeted Ace Ace some love today, and I said those judges were wrong. Except, except Katie was right in saying it does get better. So I'm going. I followed Ace on Twitter, and I'm going to. I don't. I don't know if he's that active on Twitter, but.
0: He definitely took it hard. I can't imagine his experience in Tulsa. But it goes back to what we talked about earlier about the governor of Utah and these trans youth and sports. I think there were probably a lot of the idle audience who don't know a trans teen, right? Who are hearing this national, terribly bigoted discussion we're having and don't have a person to personalize the issue. I mean, I think ACE may be the first trans teen a lot of people outside of our community encountered through the television, so he, of course he just wants to sing songs and that's all he should have to do, but I think his visibility has an impact. The way we were talking about earlier, Rob said, and I saw a number of people say this, was much better than the guy from Mania who got a gold ticket. The hard part with that is that these producers are casting a television show more than they are casting a talent show. So it's as much about personality and casting as it is about the voices, let's be
1: real. Well, without getting I'm going to go to Tulsa and I'm going to play that gay and lesbian center again. And I'm going, Ace? I'm going to invite Ace to open for me. I want yes. Ace, I want Ace to, 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 to sing a song, that same song, Addicted. It was really great. I um, that
0: it is, He said, this is a song called Addicted. I'm not, not me. I don't do drugs. That's
1: it's, uh, it's not legal. I'm not old enough to do drugs.
0: Um, uh, Kate, Danielle said Katie was the first celebrity she heard mention trans rights in a speech years ago when everyone else was still only focused on marriage equality. So Katie's definitely done a lot of work and shown up and stood up for our community in her, uh, journey. Absolutely. So we get to the, uh, the lesbian wheel. Uh, All right. now so at the end of this, y'all, we're going to know what, want to know what your advice is to this lesbian.
1: Yes. We're not going to tell the advice. We're not going to tell the answer. Uh, 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 that, that was given to th- this this lesbian. Okay, so the Texas lesbian wrote the Oregonian uh, to ask dear Annie for help. She is estranged from her sister after a disagreement with their mother, who has uh, since uh, passed away. She says, it was a bad falling out as she talked my mother into making her the sole heir of her estate because I am a lesbian. Uh, My niece is getting married and I suspect I will not be invited as I was not invited to her high school or college graduation. We were once very close, but now she doesn't want to appear a traitor to her mother, I guess. Uh, My falling out with her sister is bad enough, but my mother uh, and sister hurt me deeply by keeping me away from my two nieces, especially after I helped raise them. Uh, I have not said anything in years about it and I don't care to. It's done and over with. I think I just need to walk away. Then she asked, is it childish of me? Can I give myself permission to save my self-respect and dignity by unfriending them? Um, I don't want to seem petty, but my mother and sister scheme to hurt me badly as they could, as badly as they could, all because I'm a lesbian and they don't approve. So we want to ask you, what would you tell this uh, lesbian who was uh, left out of the Um, will?
0: Would you tell her to unfriend them?
1: Like on, it's, it's I guess you're talking about Facebook or Instagram or any of social media, would you, would you unfriend them? Uh, what mean, would you do, Emerson?
0: Mama's dying. Sister got the will. I mean, I, I would think you also, it's hard because it's family, right? If you need to walk away for yourself, I think do, I think particularly our community. So often we diminish ourselves to maintain relationships. Um, It clearly hasn't been good since the will. I would, challenge her to make sure she's re-examining and there's not some resentment from her for the will be going entirely to the sister. Oh, I Um, would resent that. Well, I know you would, I'm asking her. Is this this also about, has she contributed to the situation for her own resentment of how it ended with her mother that she can no longer reconcile?
1: Here's what the advice I would would give her because I have such a close relationship with uh, my nephews and nieces. I would say, yeah, unfriend the sister, unfriend her, be done. Reach out to the, the nieces and say, I'm no longer going to have contact with your mother. If you ever want to have contact with me, I would love to have a relationship with you just to make sure that they know that, that you're not dismissing them as a result of their mom's actions. That would be my advice.
0: Yes, that is very good. Uh, wait, Rob said, heal them with kindness and then sue. <laughs> Dale would unfriend them. Tony said, "Choose your family. Get away from toxic people." Erica would unfollow. Rob said, "It's hard situation because of family." And Ken said, "Unfollow them, but not unfriend. So you can check in from time to time. Works great." Oh, that's a good one. It's like muting them,
1: right? Like it's I mute fashion. people. I mute I mute Republicans on Facebook. Lovingly disconnect. Uh, Judy, sometimes blood is not family.
0: If you need to walk away, then do it. It's, uh, it, You know, it, it is. It's one of those, Leanne said, I would fight that will. I, my gathering from the story is that we're far enough past the will. Like, the will is what caused the break for a while, and then she wanted to come back around because of the nieces, and the sister said, uh-uh. But I think you could tell that sister, now look, you got mama's money, and that sweater we all hated, and that afghan from the front porch, you could at least let me come to my... Niece's wedding
1: or just show up.
0: That's what I'd say. Look, I've reached the point where be petty, you know, find somebody else to
1: sneak you the address and show up looking good. Just do that. You know, I, I, I just, you know, I'm always inspired by my, my brother boy walking into that funeral and just (laughs) making a stir, just stir up a little shit and then walk out. And then walk right back out. Erica said, I friended my nieces on
0: Facebook and my half sister came back around and apologized after about 16 years. It is unfortunate how often the next generation suffers for the conflict of the older. My real answer would be reach out lovingly to the niece, whether you get contact or not, say, I want to support you. I heard that, you know, the wedding. Send the love that you want to give to the girls that you care about. And whether you do or don't get an answer, I would say don't let other people stop you from giving love if you are OK with receiving nothing back.
1: Yes. And, and, and find out where they're registered and buy the most expensive gift on the registry.
0: Uh, yes, that's the that's the high end. Be hot. That's the high road and petty at the same time. Del, it sounds like a Del Shores movie because it basically has been twice.
1: <laughs> yes, I have written about wills and deaths a few times. That is
0: insane. Um, all right, a fun thing. This happened like two weeks ago and I missed it somehow. And being an actor myself, I found it impressive. Uh, two weeks ago, 185 LGBTQ actors in Germany staged a mass coming out in a German national newspaper in a public appeal for more diversity on stage and on screen. They included big film and TV and stage stars. And actually, Blake and I right now are watching this German TV show called Babylon Berlin on Netflix because it has several seasons and, you know, I can't handle modern drama right now. One of the actors from that show that I didn't know uh, was out in real life is one of the one of the actors here. The headline said, I come from a world that didn't tell me anything about myself. Their manifesto reads, we identify among other things as lesbian, gay, bi, trans, queer, inter and non-binary. Until now, we have not been able to talk openly about our private lives without fearing repercussions on our professional lives. They told various versions of that story we know being told not to come out so it didn't hurt their career. Um, And that is why one of them said, we talked about it as a group. It suddenly became clear that this was how we could change something as a group as a big group. Uh, Leroy Gibba, a black German actor, stage actor said, of course I wanna play characters that were originally written white or hetero. At the same time, I ask, where are the black and queer characters standing in the center of their own stories? Apparently as an, an industry in Germany, diversity and representation has only recently begun to be discussed. And I just found this so fucking awesome that 185 of them clearly had some giant group chat and I'm sure a series of text threads and said, if we all do this together, first of all, each of us are less likely to suffer individually, and we can make a really big point at the same time. Power, Power.
1: Yes, I love it. I love it. What a, what a great story. Yes. Um, and um, I almost just swallowed air and just coughed violently. You know why I just started gagging because I have to do a story about Marjorie Taylor Greene. So we just talked about the Equality Act and now resident far right conspiracy theorist, representative Marjorie Taylor Greene has come out against it. Shocker. She shared a New York post opinion piece from anti-trans activist, Ryan T. Anderson, who declares it to be threats to our society and Orwellian. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene tweeted, the so-called hashtag Equality Act is evil and has nothing to do with equality. It virtually destroys women's rights and religious freedom. How can anybody vote for this? Uh, She goes on to rant that our daughters will no longer have the right of privacy and that trans women TSA agents will pat down cisgender girls. Uh, She also says men who dress and think that they are women will have rights all over real girls and women. I will be voting. No, she is all a cap. Just just make sure she's clear. I will be voting no to the disgusting, immoral and evil hashtag Equality Act. Three exclamation marks. Okay, bye. Like, I, they're not
0: indulging ridiculous, absurd bigots, but she is an elected official in the government. And this is one of the party lines they are trotting out to oppose the Equality Act in the coming weeks. So all it is, is it's an argument that we have to shoot down, shout down uh, at every opportunity, you know, until the people have recall her. She matters.
1: Yeah, she's at least got, you know, what, 14, matter. 14 it's more crazy. months or 13. I can't do math. She's got some time.
0: Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. so It's not till 2022. But as Ken put it so eloqu- eloquently.
1: Fuck her. I say P.S. Fuck her.
0: Always. Absolutely. Um, you know, I'm still thinking about that gay campground. I've never been to one, and I sure would like to go. But you know what concerns me? I was a Boy Scout. I went camping once a month for, like, nine years of my life. Uh, I staffed at Boy Scout camps. I worked in the summer. I worked at a winter junior leadership training camp. I went backpacking at Philmont, the Scout Ranch in New Mexico. My problem is I would I would have to stop at a jock strap because I'd just be real worried about my balls, doing camping activities.
1: Well, <laughs> you know, from my experience,, because I as uh, I have been to a few, and i always i never stayed on the ground emerson i always got a really nice cabin right and they have those wooden cabins and i you know no scorpions i didn't see a scorpion um
0: right. so, but, and,
1: and this and also a lot of them are rV too right so like yeah there's a lot it. of rvs there and uh, so yeah, so
0: even so at wonderful. least put that thong or jock strap on when it's time to work the fire pit or the barbecue i just worry
1: well, you just have to be selective for where you're going, and you know, I've I've been with you at clothing optional uh, places, uh, at least one beach I remember. Yes, we were we were on that cruise, that RSVP cruise, that
0: RSVP cruise. Yeah, it's I, like I, you know, for a nature walk, certainly, but I just you know, when in activity, I would need a little something skimpy just for peace of mind, not about modesty, mm-hmm. just about. Practical application. Also, I I imagine it's hot and then you get that ball sack super glue thing. It's stuck to your leg and
1: it's hot. It's hot.
0: I mean, has anybody in the room been besides Dell? Judy said, uh, Rob said you just need to trim your pubes. Judy said, I went with friends of mine who had an RV was not for me.
1: Oh, it was, I loved it so much. I mean, I, at Oz Campground, I performed, they had a really great venue where and, and just so many great Georgia boys, just fun, fun, fun. And then I was at East Tennessee and then another uh, one in, in Georgia. Um, well, a lot of people have been,
0: what I've always enjoyed and do still enjoy about uh, the clothing optional resorts, the beaches, the campgrounds, is that actually it makes people really lovely and very friendly. You know, there's a an element of like pulling off your literal layers that makes people pull off the, the metaphorical layers. And I just think, I've always found people to be very nice and engaging more so than even in regular life.
1: I've always and, been resistant to be, to be completely naked at these places, but I will, I'm gonna make a vow after the pandemic, no more, I don't give it a fuck. Uh,
0: I'll be honest. You know what mine is? I, I'm more like sunset to after dark because nowadays with camera phones, you just
1: never know. I know. And I have daughters. I do not want to see. I do not want them to see me naked on the Internet. But I, I have they are grateful as Well, before we leave. I have a proposal, Emerson, since you've never been. And a lot of people have been and they can be fun. I say. At one of those sorted lives weekend, if the, if one of the club one of the, the campgrounds will book me again for sorted lives weekend, I will bring all of y'all along. How many want to go? How many? And, and Emerson, I want you and Blake to go. We'll see. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll um I'll figure it out. I got lots of miles.
0: All right, y'all. Well, we'll see you at a campground or on Friday. If you want to send us a tip, you can do that on Venmo or on PayPal. Uh to Shores Productions at gmail.com. Thank you to Joe Benson, who also contributed. Thanks for lifting our spirits. Yes, you made me feel better. Oh, look, everybody said, I'll fly out to go. I do. Oh, Yay, you know, yeah. Tay. I think we're going to get a good bit of
1: this, like Blake. We're going to have a idea of camping. We are going to get a group together. So, all right, and
0: yeah. I, I, to me, it's more comfortable to go with strangers than to go with friends.
1: We're all strangers and friends, strangers and friends. That's a new, that's a new movie, strangers and friends. I, um, I prefer
0: all right. those kind of flirty vacations with anonymous, but like, where are you going?
1: I guess we need to say goodbye and see how Tiger Woods is doing since they've spent three hours on the news and um, he's going to be fine. Is that what they said? They say he's going to be, he's going to, you know, it's not, not life threatening. Really. It's not uh, life threatening, but three hours to keep saying the wreck. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, come on. You all see, this is what our day is like all day. It's like, well, let's be done. Here's
0: a whole new topic.
1: I know we should. We Well, he's not LGBT.
0: He's not.
1: Nothing. All We're
0: right. hi like y'all. Thanks, y'all. We'll see you on Friday. Same bat time, same sorted channels.
1: We do appreciate you very much.